With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got anything? No? Uh. So this is Unscripted with J.T. Bosch. Unscripted is just another word for saying unprepared. Should we apologize in advance or... Okay. Yeah, no apologies. I'm JT Bosch. It is unscripted, and hopefully it's fun. Email me, JT at 969thecat.com, if there's something you want me to talk about on Unscripted, or if you have any comments, questions, complaints, feel free. I love criticism, so if you want to tell me it stinks, I'm cool with that, too. I've got Brandon Lay in the studio, who, to me, is one of the brightest new country artists out. So great to see you. It's been a while. How have you been? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming in. Brandon Lay, you have been one of the new breakout artists, um, well, for about a year now. You're starting to really, uh, it's it's really starting to pop for you, I should say. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, we appreciate the support. It's fun to get a little traction finally, and we've been at it for, for a couple of years on, on country radio, so it's it's good to uh, to get going, and, and we, we feel that in live shows, and that's kind of my favorite part of this whole gig so. explain to me touring with kenny chesney what was that like uh it's electric we we uh we got quite the education you know i mean who else better to learn from uh, especially in a in a medium like a stadium you know i think that's most songwriters probably picture performing in a stadium their songs they've written and we got the opportunity to do that and kenny was really straightforward and um you know there was just a lot to learn from him especially at that level so uh, we 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 went to country music college and had a great summer well explain to me when you say education because that's unique you don't hear that a lot because a lot of people think oh you're a new artist you're going to go out and you're going to play but what did you learn from Kenny well i think it, in my position obviously never playing anything that big we were coming out of playing clubs and stuff i've been doing that for the last decade or so um you know, you don't really know what to expect. So I think from the first show uh, that we kicked off in, in Raymond James Stadium down in Tampa to the last show in Gillette, like our show transformed a lot. And I feel like that's just part of being a, a new new artist and a little inexperienced, especially at that level. So to get to watch a guy like Kenny every night. And um, the thing that's really impressive about him is he doesn't take a night off. He, he really gives a genuine all-out effort every night. And um his whole crew of like 120 people, he keeps employed. It's such a huge machine, and people that come to the show probably think a lot of this stuff is just done for him. But to see his thumbprint is pretty much on everything down to the catering is pretty impressive. Wow. So he's really right there in the thick of it, too. He's not just sitting on the bus going, do that for me. Right, right. I don't think he would ever get to the level with without you know with that he ha- he has a vision and he's he's had the same guys working for him for over 20 years and I think that's a testament to to what he does so the whole touring aspect oh, it was amazing for for me because we we got the chance to play in markets you know official pre-show parties the night before so we got to go in and and turn up in these small venues and clubs and get a little loud and then get to play the stadiums the next day and um, hopefully 19 can can even top that and Kenny's fans are rabid they show up early so you got a great crowd there as an opening act you know, right from the get-go. We really did. We, we've, we you know, I've been fortunate. Um, but but getting that slot, you know, it's 5 o'clock every Saturday. And, um, you know, it might start with 10,000 people out there, but they're peppered in because it's such a huge venue. 
but by the time our set is done, it's more like thirty or thirty-five thousand. So it was cool to um, to get to experience that. Hanging out with Brandon Lay, one of the brightest new country artists out right now. One of the things I've been wanting to do with this podcast is a segment called Behind the Lyrics. And my reasoning behind that is there an, there's an artist named David Bearwald. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I haven't. He wrote Tuesday Night Music Club. He hmm. was part of the Tuesday Night Music Club with Sheryl Crow. Oh, an amazing cool. artist. He had a hit with um, David and David was the band. They had a song called Welcome to the Boomtown back in the late 80s, early 90s. Huh. He did an album called Bedtime Stories. It was a solo album that he did after the band broke up. I have a version of that album called David Bearwald Introduces Bedtime Stories. Huh. So before he, he does each song, he explains why he wrote it. Very from just a thought of, I wanted to do it because of this, to a scene from his bedroom window. Wow. That he looks outside his window at some people on the street and he concocts this story wow. out of looking at these people standing at a ballerina studio on the street in Los Angeles. Wow. To me, that's fascinating. So when I meet artists that write their own music, I want that behind the lyrics, why did you write that yeah. song? Because to me, the story behind it, I think, is more fascinating than the song itself sometimes. Yeah, well, that is that is fascinating. I mean, I think it can bring full circle for, for the listener to hear that, and I'll have to definitely check that out. But, you know, for me, writing is... I've, was a staff writer before I got a record deal, and so that kept me busy. So writing is something I've just done every day. But uh, here, the last few years, it's no rhyme or reason when it's strike. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's why it's so interesting to hear that story because it sounds like it's almost like a song right around. I'll have to get you a copy of it. I would it love it. it. I mean, it is, conceptually, that's ahead of its time. It's truly amazing yeah. when you sit and listen to it. It's, it's one of the most fascinating things I've ever heard, which leads me to talk to you about your songs because I remember when I first saw you, you came by here at the radio station and you had given us a copy of your CD sampler and you were up just singing and I saw this lyric, um, Speakers, Bleachers, and Preachers, and I said, well, there's got to be a story behind that song because just the title in itself it's not like a song that i think you know you hear about these people go well i walked into the songwriting room and i had this word in my head yeah you know yeah. and we wrote a song around it it sounded like a, a real life story that you had so where did that song come from it was pretty easy to, to write that just because it was the most literal song i've ever written and that's why some some of the lines in there we almost didn't put in there like kenny chesney like Black and Miles, like Kroger parking lot, just because they were so specific. Uh, but at the end of the day, we thought, hey, this this is really this was my life growing up in Jackson, Tennessee, and and I think there's a lot of people out there that can relate to this. And uh, even though it is my story and very specific, it's been cool to see the responses. It's one of those songs that you you hear and you can vision it. I can yeah. see you in your car with the Black and Miles. You know, <laughs> yeah. Daddy catches me, I, tell him they ain't mine. Yeah. You know, I've yeah. been in a Kroger parking lot, not like that, yeah. but I, you know. Yeah. And it's it was uh, it was a, a really kind of one of those songs that you just I think you gravitated to because a lot of people can really relate to anything in that song. Well, I've always been a I mean, one of my favorite writers is, is Jackson Brown, and I mean, I, I mean, who doesn't like Jackson yeah. Brown stuff? But the picturesque and being able to contextualize you know, adolescence, I think is really important and something that never goes out of style. And so um, that's, 
that's always been an inspiration for me. And, I, you know, Kenny obviously does that well, the looking back songs. But uh, with Speakers, Bleachers, and Preachers for a debut single, I just really tried to, uh, you know, it wasn't contrived, but it was like, let's just tell it how it was. And, I mean, my dad was a preacher, and life pretty much revolved around playing sports and chasing girls, and we kind of put it all in one song. That's amazing. I love that. Now fast forward to yada yada yada, uh, yeah. which a lot of people don't realize. Speaking has, of words, you just kind of say. Well, it has <laughs> nothing to do with the Seinfeld episode. I no, find it doesn't. Out. No, I've got more daggum tweets about Seinfeld than I think this actual <laughs> song. But no, uh, have you really? Yeah, I have. Oh. So I, I've I, people have sent me. Uh, they've DM me several links of, of the episode. So um, no, it doesn't really have anything to do with Seinfeld. But more, more like just uh, having your own party sometimes. So it's been cool to. Uh, it went really well, you know, out on the on the Chesney tour, and still, you know, to this day live, it just is a good change of pace, you know, because I feel like it's my second single to country radio, and it's a brand new guy. You come out with a song as specific as Speakers, Bleachers, and Preachers. We just felt like it was a good good curveball. Yeah, it's a great song, and it's a lot like of fun. It. But it was funny. I saw your interview, and you're like, it has nothing to do with Seinfeld. I've never even <laughs> seen the episode. So. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I've never, I've never um, watched Seinfeld much. There so. is a generation of people that I talked to, and I, I remember <clears> I said something to a kid I worked with, and he was maybe 19. Oh, really? And this was years oh, ago. Don't, don't let me in that category. Well, no, I, but he was, I was, was watching Dukes of Hazzard. This was, this was quite a few years ago, and I said something, and he goes, yeah, I've never seen Seinfeld. And at that point, I was like, what? I'm, you know, I felt old. Yeah. You know, I, which is fine, I guess. But Yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely have, uh, um, you know, like Family Matters and Friends. I think I've got two older sisters. So it was like whatever they felt like watching. Mm-hmm. Who's the boss? Uh, Growing Pains. Full House, Step by Step, those kind of shows they were all into. And I don't know why Seinfeld, we just, we just never watched it much. But uh, I think it would be fun if the song gets really, goes really big. This thing top 20, yeah, I might have to sit down and binge watch it. it. Well, I think if the song goes really big, <laughs> what you do with your band is you all learn lines from that episode. Oh, well, that's... And you uh, could say them on stage before you play the song, and then, you know... That'll turn into a variety show the right the stupidest there. thing I've ever said, but I thought it would <laughs> no, be No, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Hey, you're, you're full of ideas today. <laughs> Brandon Lay, thank you so much. What does 2019 have in store for you? What's next on the horizon after yada, yada, yada? Obviously, we think that's going to go all the way. It's a big song. Thank you very much. I hope it does. And um, release release more music. Um, that's that's the name of the game. That's what I want to do the most. And, um, you know, yada hopefully can, can get us on up there and get us a little more visible so we can do that. But uh, we're going to be touring our tails off, and that's how we like it. Who's the big tour with this year? Do you know yet? Um, no, we've got s- several fairs and festivals that are – all the way till September, and um, we're going out with Old Dominion for a couple of months coming up. So that's the that's the tour now. But um, other than that, we'll, we're going to be all over America playing fairs and festivals, and I'm sure sweating it out plenty. So hopefully, uh, people will look out for us when we're in this region. And don't miss the livestock competition over there. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we played every corn dog festival I think there is. So we'll be back at it.